I am a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. And really quick before we jump into the episode, I just want to thank you so much for all of your support. If you hear any evidence that I missed in these episodes or have any questions at all, reach out to me on Twitter at spirit underscore diaries, or if you're watching on YouTube, just leave a comment below. I also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash spirit diaries, where you can get different levels of perks. I have early podcast releases, extended cuts of investigations, and other goodies, so if you are interested, go check that out, and otherwise, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to show your support by sharing it with your friends, rating it five stars, subscribe, thumbs up, follow, or whatever it is that you can do on the platform you're hearing me on. I appreciate all that you do in making this podcast possible. Thank you again for listening to Spirit Diaries. So today's episode is going to be really exciting because it is going to be an investigation of sorts where I go to a location that is said to be haunted and see what I can get from the location. Before I start, I do want to say I had no idea we were even going to go to a location the day this was recorded, nor did I have any idea anything about this location other than a few facts which I will mention. It was really exciting because it had a lot of firsts for me as a medium. It's the first time I've ever actually been to a haunted location and it was the first time I've ever gone anywhere and tried to get information without having a reason to be there. So nobody asked me to come. Nobody needed help. Nobody, um, asked for a reading or anything like that. And that's typically how I've always done my readings in the past, whether it be a home or a person, I've always been sort of invited. And this was the first time I took it upon myself to go to a place that I had no idea about and no previous knowledge of and just tried to get information. I wanted to test myself not only to prove to my own self that maybe there is something going on with me because I constantly doubt if I am actually a medium, but with the evidence I got, there's so many great uh, correlations that you will see. And I also want to prove to you all that I'm just not some crazy person with a podcast, that I actually do have a connection to spirits. So let's get started and go on this crazy, creepy journey. So we are currently on the road to go to a haunted location. And I don't know anything about this location aside from very very slim information I have heard about it so we are heading to the Glenmore mansion and we're not going inside um, because of restrictions of 
stupid stuff fun but we're going to the grounds and just sort of seeing if I can get any vibes about it and the only lore that I actually do know about the mansion is that some have said there's more windows on the outside than there are in the inside or vice versa. I know there's something weird with the windows. So if I get any information psychically or mediumistically <laughs> about um, the number of windows, I'm not going to mention it because that could be biased information that I do already know. Aside from that, I, I have no idea anything about this mansion at all so so i did research after i got back and this house does have something weird with the windows um research says that the number of windows that one can count from the outside of the building does not equal the number of windows inside the mansion they don't know why, but it's something that is frequently rumored. And I couldn't find which window they felt like was missing. Just that there's an extra window from the outside. Which is interesting. So we are still on the way there. Going down these back roads with forested areas. And I have psychically opened up. So I listened to... Um, a certain song every time I do a reading and it's kind of my indication to myself to be more psychically open and immediately I got this old man who's a white guy with white hair and he's wearing a blue suit and that's all I have so far but we're still like 15 minutes away but that's the first thing that started to come through. And I'm not sure if he's like related to the mansion yet or if he has just been kind of hanging around waiting for me to open up. So we'll see if what we'll see what happens. I also when I start connecting with spirit, my I start to struggle with connecting words together and I don't know why that is I think it's maybe just getting a lot of information all at once and trying to facilitate it and there's also a lot of anxiety so I feel a lot of anxiety especially like in my chest um and a lot of that is probably me just being a little bit nervous um but I also think it's like when energy comes and is overwhelming um when I'm open I haven't opened up in a, a quite a while so <sighs> just a rush. <laughs> I um, I'm still having a lot of this weird chest stuff, so I, I'm actually starting to think maybe that if somebody died at this location, they potentially had chest things. I can't tell. It's like sitting in between like my heart and my throat. I can't tell right now if it's like a heart attack or if it's more like I, just a weird pain right there a weird tightness oh so we'll see and i'm thinking more of the blue suit guy i feel like he is not with the mansion um in terms of like the original owners i feel like maybe he like worked here in the later years or even lived here in the later years more so as like a caretaker um but not, not a uh, 
owner of the property. Okay, so I researched this after I got home and I am finding that a local historian named Thomas Roach wrote a history of the Glenmore Mansion. He often would say that if there was ever a ghost to haunt the Glenmore after his passing, it will probably be him. And a lot of people believe that he actually waits for visitors to come and greets them. This is really interesting because this spirit came to me about 15 minutes prior to arriving at the mansion, which would be something that this guy would have done and sort of be the first spirit sort of welcoming us to the mansion. And I did a look into this guy. He was born in 1948 and died in 2006. He actually died of a heart attack at his home. And this is really interesting because as I was getting this spirit, I was feeling chest pains and tightness in my chest. And I even said that I felt like it could have been a heart attack. So I am pretty positive that the spirit I was picking up on in the blue suit was John Thomas Roach. Okay, so we're 10 minutes out still, but I, I'm sensing like purple and almost like a really pretty sunset, purpley right before the end of the day. And I don't know if this place has a front porch, but I feel like there's a woman who either sat on the front porch or looked out, definitely looking out the front of the house towards sunsets. And we'll have to see if the house actually faces to the west to see if that's actually if the sunset would front set set in the front of the house because i'm i'm feeling like it did somebody a woman was watching sunsets set in the in the front of the in the front of the house out of the front of the house Okay, so I just pulled up a map of the house on Google, and the house, in fact, does face the west, so seeing the sunset from the front porch would be a total possibility, and as we got to the house, it actually was settled on a hill and had a pretty good view, so they could probably easily see the sunset from the porch and what is interesting is I said I wasn't sure if there was a porch or not and that was kind of a good thing to say because at first the house did not have a porch. Um, the only major change that ever happened to the house between the two families who owned it was the second family added on the porch. So I thought that was pretty cool. Should we do it to where like I don't look at the GPS anymore and I like try to figure out what side of the street it's on. Like I'm sure I'll recognize it as we pull up to a crazy haunted mansion, but like, I don't know. We'll just, I'm gonna try and <laughs> do some psychic stuff. <laughs> I feel like it's on the right side of the street. <laughs> I don't know. Like, obviously, we're going to turn right, I'm assuming. And then, but I feel like it's still, once we turn, I feel like it's still going to be on the right. Or I'm wrong. <laughs> Am I wrong? I keep thinking I'm getting a little girl, but it's so distant. I can't tell. 
if that's me just making it up or if it's actually a spirit there. Just like I keep feeling like I should say something, but then I don't. And then I was also thinking earlier, I didn't say it out loud, but it's like, I keep getting a G, but it's called the Glenmore Mansion. So I can't take that as any sort of evidence. So according to a newspaper article I found, locals have reported to see what appears to be a little girl who walks along the road of the estate and the grounds. And it seems to me that... There is no connection of her to the home, but she definitely has been spotted around the home, which is could be why I kept getting her spirit, but I wasn't understanding where she connected. I also mentioned that I was getting a G, but I wanted to discredit that because I thought I kept getting the name Glenn for Glenmore and like the I kept getting that name, which didn't make sense. But I was picking up on child spirits and Glenmore was actually renamed from the Oaks, and it was renamed because the second family that lived in the home, they named it after their infant son who died. So perhaps I started to get information from the little boy, but I quickly shut it down because I thought that wasn't good evidence. So who knows? I just wanted to let you guys know that could have been a definite possibility that I was picking up on. Yes, I I knew the name of it, so that thought... I'm going to ditch. Doesn't count. And we were just we were just talking. We don't know if it's gated off or if it's if we're able to walk around. There was no research done prior to this. So we're not really sure even what we're driving to. It's a sort of spur of the moment. We just happen to be traveling and heard of a place so figured we'd make a detour it it is didn't i what did i said why don't they just name it the street name and not numbers it was this one number two. Oh my god so earlier we drove by yes that's so weird because we didn't even know we were gonna stop at that point i did it really bothered me that the street name that we turned on just now didn't have a name and i pointed it out i was like why don't they just put the street name instead of number two um that's really creepy. Wow, because we, we didn't even decide if we were coming here yet. I, I, I mean, we didn't, we didn't decide at all. Like, we had no idea. Oh, gosh. I'm getting really excited. It's on the right side? Ah! <laughs> wow, okay. This is good. I'm right. So it is coming up on the right side of the road. Okay, I'm... I'm like, I, I feel my own anxiety getting happier now. I, I'm still amazed when I get things right, um, only because how weird. I'm still kind of caught up on the fact that I mentioned this street earlier and we didn't know we were coming here. So we are seeing trees right now and the trees feel really dark. Whoa, okay. Whoa, okay. <laughs> There's lots of dark vibes. Oh, is this it? Can we turn in here? It says welcome. <gasps> oh, oh my God. No, oh no. Oh no, it's a dirt road. Oh. <gasps> Holy shit. Oh my God, I don't. Oh no. 
Oh, I do feel a darkness without a doubt. Wow. Oh my God. There's, where are we driving? Why are we driving around the mansion? I'm kind of scared. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Oh, I don't feel okay. <laughs> I'm really freaked out. I've, I don't think I've ever really actually gone to a haunted location. I don't want to look in the windows. Okay. I'm getting, oh no. Oh no. I feel there's a person. Okay. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of spirits here. I'm feeling like five or six. Uh, I definitely feel like they're watching us right now and looking out the windows. I'm feeling a lot with this room, these green shutters. Uh, something's strange in that section of the house. I'm not sure what that section is, but there's a lot of energy coming from there. Um, oh, there, there's definitely oppression on this house and I am not comfortable being here in the slightest, um, I'm really, really, really paranoid. And I'm so paranoid that I feel like I can't really focus on anything. I'm not, I'm not, I, I just, I need to really calm. I'm seeing, okay. I'm seeing white. I'm not sure if it's a dress. I'm not sure if it's a white mist. Okay. I'm getting really, I'm, I'm starting to have a panic attack. <sighs> okay. Breathing nothing's wrong. Nothing can hurt me. I'm safe. I'm safe. Okay. Ah! Okay. I, I swear. I, I feel like I keep seeing figures move through in that one window right there. Yes. I uh, can we go. Um, yeah, that second window in, is that where you're? Okay. So who I'm with also yeah, keep seeing something in the windows. Um, <clears throat> there's I I don't know if I'm ready to do okay definitely though is it the woman who's oppressive do you think oh sh you know and as soon as we're leaving the property I have a lift like I'm totally fine I'm calmed down my anxiety is gone my heart's not pounding I'm completely safe right now so i was having a ton of panic attacks while we were at the house the energy was insane it was incredibly strong and i've never ever in my entire life felt energy that strong pushing down on your chest almost like when you have an x-ray done and they put that heavy jacket over you that like sort of weights your chest down it felt like that and it it was intense so what i was trying to say and i couldn't is i seen a woman on the side door and she went inside and then i started seeing her cross back and forth in front of the windows and that's who i was saying looked like she was a white mist and then she was wearing a white dress and then she was a white mist and she kept changing form very very quickly also when i mentioned the green shutters um there were children in there who we're looking out and I definitely felt a child presence watching us from that room. Doing research, it has been frequently reported that a woman in white looks out the windows of the house and there have been lots of reports of people seeing a woman standing in the windows. She's often reported either as a wearing a white dress 
or as a white mist, which is exactly the two words I use to describe her. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I'm disappointed that we left pretty quick, but I still connect to the house after this. So don't leave just yet. We're okay. I'm fine. I'm not even scared. Like part of me is like, go back. Do you know what I'm saying? What? Okay, so that to me tells me that there is something darker there that doesn't necessarily want me there because I got so afraid. That's kind of ridiculous. I got so afraid. I couldn't even determine the... I couldn't even determine the spirits there. When we got on the property, I immediately felt... I mean, horrible to where I should leave. And I'm feeling like there's a woman. I'm feeling it's womanly. That woman who I felt was watching out the front of the windows is the one who I just can't get past. Open weekends, May through October, 1 through 5, 1 to 5 p.m. They should be open. No, don't go in. I, there was no cars there. They were indeed not open. They are closed until July 31st, and I visited within July. So there was absolutely no people there. That is confirmed and absolutely debunked that we were seeing actual humans inside the building because we were the only ones on the property. This is dark. Yeah, the the trees around it have a super dark, oppressive energy. Oh, should I try and ask questions to myself to try and get more information about the mansion? Or I don't know what I should do. <laughs> Look at the back of the mansion. There's a whole ton of crows. <laughs> okay. So this is technically the back of the property then. Whoa. There's just a lot of big crows hanging out back here in the back of the property. Whoa. This is weird, right? Feels funny. Do you feel it? You do? Okay. Okay, so what? Ask me some stuff and let me see. Let's let me try because I want I know nothing about the property. So I want to see if I can narrow down some of these spirits and na na maybe names, numbers, I don't know, like I need or more definitive descriptions of these people so I can do some evidence-based mediumship and really prove that I'm getting something. But th the craziest part is as soon as we left, I feel fine. I almost, I felt like our car was being surrounded. So we didn't get out of the car, but I feel like the car was being surrounded. And I, f I kept seeing this white mist or a white dress um, and I feel like it was a woman walking past that one window, just looking, 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 looking. And then whatever those green panels were on that room, I'm not sure what that room was. It just felt dark and quiet. And I almost felt like that was where like a smaller presence, whether that be a child or something, almost like peeping out the windows. But like the, there was definitely the woman presence who's like, like definitely wears the pants of the house and was like walking around and making her presence known. And I think she's what was giving me the uncomfortable feeling. There is a very dark feeling with this mansion. And I mean, the trees just are like blocking out the light. It looks 
like it's nighttime by the mansion and the mansion genuinely to me looks like the haunted mansion at disney world i don't think i've ever been to a place like that okay so you're looking up the information about it now and you have a look on your face it's a little smile what it's not this lady is it um, well, don't don't tell me anything I haven't already gotten, though, you know? I don't think that it's open right now, though, because we were there and there was no cars there. And I'm, I'm 90% sure that it's closed because of... And I'm 100% sure that there was nobody there while we were there. So it's we were not seeing any living people at the mansion. We drove around the entire mansion and there was not a single other car. So I'm not... A hundred percent, there was nobody else there while we were there. So it's not, we, we can't, there's no debunking it as, oh, well, maybe it was a caretaker. There was no one there. There was no cars, period. So, and there's only one way in and one way out. And we took the only road and we're in the only parking area. So. Can you get anything about who lived there? I feel like there's sevens. I'm I'm feeling sevens. Um, I can't get any. I don't know if I can get anything about people. So it's really interesting that I kept getting seven and <laughs> I cut out a little bit of it because I was just sitting there going seven, seven, seven. I feel sevens and sevens. <laughs> like it was a lot of sevens and there were so many numbers with seven in them. I couldn't figure out was it a year? Was it... Uh, like address was it a room number like I couldn't figure out what is what is all the sevens but they just kept coming and coming and seven this seven 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 so after doing some research to try and clarify where that was coming from the mansion actually has 27 rooms the second family that lived there was comprised of seven people the first family that lived there, their last name was seven letters long, and it became a boarding school for girls in the late 1870s. So there are a lot of events that happened at this home that dealt with the number seven, which is pretty cool. I'm just feeling, uh, I don't know, I'm starting to, I feel almost blocked by that old lady presence. Because the I almost was starting to get a little girl, and I'm not anymore. And I was getting that man on the way in, and I'm not anymore. All as I can, like, I feel like this woman is just super oppressive. And because we're not at the location, I'm trying to almost, like, psychically get in. I feel like I'm almost, like, literally, like, door slamming in my face. And I don't... I don't know why she's so pissy. <laughs> she's definitely a human spirit, though. And I, I mean, I do think she lived there. And I almost feel like she had to have lost other people who were there and outlived them because I feel like she's super possessive over the house and maybe they tried to take it from her and they didn't want her to own it and she was like hell no this is my freaking house you're not gonna take it from me and that 
they like she almost had to be this sort of a stern and I'm starting to cry. She sort of had to be this sort of stern woman because nobody was taking her seriously. And I'm seeing a train right now. And I don't want to know what the train has to do with anything. So there was one of the wives who lived there. So the first wife, uh, Deborah Branner, lived there at the Glenmore for 13 years alone after her husband died, which is really interesting because I was definitely picking up on a woman who lived there alone and had to be the head of the house, which is interesting. Um, I'm not sure if that has any relevance. <sighs> but I do feel like there's there's definitely a child presence in the home and I can't tell if it's even hers or if like this kid just sort of adopted the house I can't tell with the kid and I do feel like it's a female child so what's really interesting is after this woman was no longer living in the house it was actually converted to a boarding school for girls for three years so the female children presences i kept picking up on that didn't feel connected to the house didn't feel connected to any of the women could have belonged to this boarding school that was there for a short period of time if any of their spirits came back to the house after whether that be a good or bad experience there but that could definitely be where these female young children presences were coming from. Is there anything that has to do with the name Roger? Rogers, Rogers, R? There's an R happening here. And I think it's associated with a man. It is? <laughs> okay. Um... And I feel, I don't feel bad vibes from him. And he's hard to get a hold of. I feel like he was probably constantly moving, but I don't think he would have been working class. Maybe he did work. It's not a train suit, right? It is a train suit. Is he a train man? What's with it? He's connected to the trains though, right? He brought the railroad to Mossy Creek. What's Mossy Creek? Um, is this Mossy? Are we in Mossy Creek? <laughs> what? I don't know if this is Mossy Creek, but he brought the railroad he, to a major part of... You can talk louder. Okay. So he brought a railroad? Yeah, he was... Uh, um, the R that you're getting is probably John Roper Branner. Ro okay, I was getting an R-O mm -hmm. for sure. It's like Roger, but the P's backwards. So if it... If, if you were saying Roger, just switch the G to a P and it's Roper. So John Roper. Oh, look at that. Um, That's something notable. Yeah, he was a businessman investor. Um, and he brought the railroad to Mossy Creek. And further growing the community. Wow. How'd he die? Because I'm getting, does it say? It doesn't say. I'm feeling pain in the left side of my head here whilst we're talking about him. John Roper Branner was the president of the East Tennessee, Virginia, and Georgia Railroad. And he was the one who built the house. So he did bring the railroad to 
Mossy Creek, which is where we were located. That was the house that's in Jefferson City, but it was previously known as Mossy Creek. So when we were questioning, are we in Mossy Creek? We were because we were sitting behind the mansion as I was getting that information. And I looked up how John Branner died and it said that he had a cerebral hemorrhage which could absolutely be the pain I was feeling in the left side of my head. So I think that's pretty validating that I was picking up on his spirit at that time. And what's also interesting too is I noted that the train came in as I started losing contact with his wife's spirit and then he sort of started stepping forward. And I think that transition of a train suddenly coming into my thoughts is a really neat way to transition considering that had everything to do with him. I, normally, I the night before I do a reading, I take a bath and I connect psychically to the place or the person or the location to get preliminary information and then I'll sleep on it and I typically let things come in my dreams and then the next day when I go I'll take that preliminary information I got and then I'll take what I got while I was there and kind of combine those all together this is the first time I did not do preliminary psychic connection so I think I think that was kind of good and we had no idea we were even coming here today we literally decided we were coming here about 20 minutes before we got here so i would love to start doing like actual investigations and seeing if i can go into some of these places and get more information alone but i'm not sure how open some of these places are to paranormal investigative stuff but i definitely think this could be one where I feel like the spirits are definitely strong as crap here. So I feel like I could connect more being inside of it and not running away. <laughs> I think I think this one might be good to revisit. And I guess if you guys um, haven't already, on, I have a YouTube channel where I post the podcast. And what I will do is I will put up photos of the people and the house as I'm talking about it on the YouTube channel. That way you guys can have visuals if you are looking for more other than the podcast. So definitely with this episode, if you want to see some pictures of this place, uh, go check that out. Mm -hmm.